The Phoenix are kind of there or thereabouts when it comes to the bottom of the A-League table. Mm. Uh, the All-Whites are kind of there or thereabouts when it comes to missing World Cup qualification. And they need a brand new coach. Mind you, in any other country, we'd be saying manager, wouldn't we? Oh, that's right. But we're just keeping it up a bit, that's right. So Michael Utting, of course, didn't play for the Phoenix, but he did play for the Kings, the first professional football club in New Zealand that was based in Auckland. And he played a handful of games for the All Whites between the sticks. And he's got a brand new uh, football show coming to a radio near you in the new year. Michael, welcome to the Radio Sport Breakfast. Gentlemen, good morning, good morning, good morning. I've just had my bacon and eggs. I feel fat as a pig. It's wonderful. And uh, <laughs> when I uh, turned on the radio this morning to... Uh, Portugal, the man, what a fantastic song as an intro, so thank you very much. <laughs> hey, Michael, we always used to, you know, be like, you know, he's been playing over in South Africa in front of 100,000 people every time, and now he comes back to New Zealand, and this must be a bit of a letdown. You were always very professional with, no, no, it's great. Honestly, now, though, was it all, Was it kind of hard to, to be as excited when you're not playing in front of those massive South African crowds? Uh, oh, well, I think when you're playing in front of huge crowds like that, which I did consistently, it, it was fun, and... But you switch off, to be fair. You actually switch off. And even at training sessions, we used to have a couple of thousand people there just, you know, having a laugh or, you know, watching us train. And you, know, you normally have a bit of banter. I, I, <laughs> I'm sure you guys won't find this hard to believe. I used to find that the stage, my stage was playing on that football field. And the more crowd watching was my crowd as if I was in an amphitheatre or something. And I, uh, I, I enjoyed uh, playing to the crowd, you yeah. know. And uh, the bigger the crowd, it was easier for me to play and, and to perform at the highest level. And, uh you know, you know, just just the intro into the uh, show today with regards to the football with the Phoenix and New Zealand football. I think uh, I think it's disappointing at the moment with the, the state of football at the moment. I think we're the most embarrassing sport in the country. And uh, when you let us in after the cricket and how they've been so well and building up to this uh, fantastic, you know, obviously Brian Gale, or Chris Gale, I should say, you know, swinging the bat and probably breaking a few windows in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I want to get out there and enjoy that because at the moment, the state of football in New Zealand is embarrassing. And I, I'm lucky that I'm, I've now got a forum to be able to vent that. I have a lot of people phoning me and talking to me about their fears, their disappointments, and the lack of transparency, both at the Phoenix and the uh, and NZ Football. And, you know, I'm glad we're going to be talking about that today. So thank you very much. Hey, Michael, are these guys that are calling you and, and these ladies calling you to, to vent their frustration at the state of football, are, what are, the, are we talking just fans? Are we talking former players, ex-all-whites? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the people at the very top of the tree. I'm talking about the people that know the game better than anyone else. I'm not going to name names and throw anyone under the bus, but uh, I'm talking about people who have a passion for the game, a passion that's unfortunately lacking in so many so many, uh, well, how can I put it? I think there's so much passion missing at the top of the, at the top. Uh, the people that are, the board of trustees that run Football New Zealand, uh, you know, we're the share, we as the shareholders should have, a, should should be able to have a, a transparent um, document that we'd be able to see and so we know what's going on. I just see today that this Andreas Heref, or Heref, however you pronounce his name, it's just taken over the silver fern, uh, the uh, the ferns coaching job, uh, and that's for me a bit of a backstab to Tony Reddings, who was without a doubt the most successful New Zealand uh, uh, national team coach for some some time. He's been absolutely phenomenal for the game here. Mm.
Mm. I I felt uh, Michael in the lead up to the to the game against Pirri, which I thought to myself, okay, this is your massive shot window that you've got here. Um, you know, like the people people want to go to this. You've actually sold out a game of football at the Caketon, which the Caketon doesn't sell out for anything. Like Jesus could fight Elvis, and you'd still have a hard time selling it out, right? <laughs> so so you got this here as well. The weird bit was, I kind of felt like along the way, I thought, man, the All Whites have lost the room there because like Chris Wood arriving at the airport, Winston Reid arriving at the airport, I think TV3 had sent a bloke out there. Man, they gave him the brush off on the way and didn't want to talk to him. And part of me, Michael, thinks if you're trying to get a foot up, you've got to give the public a chance to to know who you are and feel like they want to, they want to support you. Yeah, I pity the fools. I pity the fools that are trying to run this game into the ground. Unfortunately, I think I remember reading. I did a, I did a little way uh, uh, a couple of minutes with you guys before the Peru game here in Wellington, and what a phenomenal experience that was. It was a wonderful day. Everyone was dressed in white. It was a full house, mm. uh, and it reminded me of the Phoenix when they were back in the days with Paul Eiffel. But we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, it was an amazing opportunity to. I would have been selling shirts out on the street, but they didn't think to do that. Would have been you would have sold a thousand shirts of, without a doubt if you'd sold them outside the ground, you know. And, but they had no foresight to look at things like that. They, uh, I remember Andy Martin, and uh, and just so you know, I've been I've phoned and interviewed over forty ex CEOs, managers, coaches, players, not just all white players, but the likes of Bruce Grobola, who was a Liverpool goalkeeper for fourteen years, Jonathan Gould, who's now the goalkeeping coach at West Brom Albion. Uh, Winton Rufa, of, of Ryan Nelson, who won't speak to any any interviewers or reporters these days, but he will to a mate. I've been fortunate enough to interview so many people in the last two weeks. The only people that won't return my phone calls are NZ Football, and I think it's just an absolute joke. I, one thing that Andy Martin did before the uh, before the brew game over here, which was diabolical. Uh, he uh, he mentioned that uh, we were going to have to go out of our way and make them feel totally uncomfortable, make this as awful as what it's going to be when we go over to Peru, and make their stay in New Zealand just a nightmare. Well, I tell you what, mate, we're not like that in New Zealand. We're good people. We we go to the grounds with the family, and we normally take a few friends as well, and we have a nice day out. We don't sit on people. We don't pull you here when you're coming onto the pitch. If you want to do that in South America, good luck to you. But New Zealanders aren't about that. It's about having a wonderful environment. So in four years' time, when we get to another playoff, hopefully we'll get to the next World Cup because they're giving away lotto tickets as if they're going out of fashion. And each one's got a trip to the World Cup. I think there's 48 going to the next one. So I expect us to be on that flight. Hey, Michael, we'll we'll talk about your show to finish. But just quickly, the Wellington Phoenix, with two and a half years to run on the licence... What I mean, what do we do with this team? And is the National Football League in New Zealand suffering because the Phoenix consume all of the oxygen? Uh, yeah, I think it does. But I think that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing because it gives us a uh, you know a viable you know professional outlet where we've got about six six really staunch. I've got my mate Kevin Thompson in Wellington. He goes week in week out, win, lose or draw. He'll be there next week, which is fantastic for the game here. But the National League's a joke. The standard of football is an absolute joke. The best team in the league is uh, Ramon. I call him Triple X. Uh, I don't. I can't pronounce his last name. And I spoke to him a couple of nights ago, and he's in Spain on holiday after going to the World Club Champs, where they so narrowly narrowly lost. He'd done phenomenal with that team. It was the best football I've ever seen from a New Zealand New Zealand based uh, amateur club. They went over there and should have beaten those uh, professionals. But the goalkeeper in the opposition had a, had an amazing game. 
I spoke to him as he was just coming through the door. He's in Spain at the moment. I said, how are you doing, mate? And he goes, arts, I'm on fire. I've just been to the new camp to watch Barcelona win. And I'm saying, you won't be sleeping the night. And it's pretty much similar to what you're going to see over here in the National League when you get back. And he said, oh, there's a little bit of a difference there, mate. And unfortunately, they are, the National League here is a joke. I think the biggest thing that's a joke is there's no promotion or relegation, which means if you're bottom of the league with eight games to go, who cares? You just go on holiday at the end of it and you're going to be back there again next year. I think the Phoenix are... I think, I think there's three people in the in the office running the running what is the business. I think they want to get them into Asia. Whereas uh, when Big Terry Cyril Peace was, was, was there, mate, they had seven people in the office. He used to go around the game, around the around the stadium, during and before the game, waving to people. They used to do giveaways. He used to have kids running on the park, playing little mini games. He spent $10 million each season at the Phoenix. And for anyone to say anything negative about him, Please, have a look at yourself. The guy was amazing for the game here. I've never met him, but I've spoken to him on the phone in the last couple of days, and he's been amazing. They're not doing that now. Terry used to have the whole team around to his house for a barbecue. If you needed a hand with anything, he'd be there to help you out. But I can't see this. Uh, I can't even say that. I know the chairman, but I can't even. I'm just so I'm so disappointed with the way we run things here in New Zealand. Well, run our football. I'm just, I'm lapping it up what it's going to bring to me when I have my show because there's so many people that want to vent and it's going to be a forum forum for them to do that. Awesome. And we all want to head there, but tell us where, where it is, mate. Tell us when the show is. Where do we find it? When's your next one? Yeah, well, it's when it starts up on the 8th of uh, of January. It's on uh, Access Radio. You can, you can, oh, I've got a web page coming up, which is yes. in the process of doing that. I'm actually going into the system, into the office today and putting stuff together. I'm going to be downloading uh, interviews and then, uh, but you, you'll be able to see it. If you want to join me on Facebook, just go to Mike Cutting and join up with me. I'll happily add you to that. And then I'll let you know what show's coming up where and who's going to be uh, highlighted that show. We're going to do call-ins as well, so people can call in live on the show. Way to go. Uh, local people involved as well. Hey, on thanks, you, Michael. Have a great Christmas, and we will catch you real yeah, soon, we'll catch eh? catch you again. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Keep well.